This is the audio version of the article. So, because in my previous article, I realized that nobody is listening to this as a podcast. I just figured out, I will just do a voiceover. So, here we go. Just go out there and complain, and then I will put it back. But for now, I'm also very busy with my PhD this week. 20 questions to your next job in tech or innovation. I don't mind where you apply this. What is important for your career in technology? So this article is a little bit less startup-y than other content. I still believe it's valuable because startups are not the only place you can learn about tech and innovation. Makes sense, right? Over the years, people come to me to discuss career paths and technology. And it's a broad range from someone already working for sometimes even 20 years, yes, and hang around with older people, and to a graduate student trying to find their first job. I got myself asking similar questions in these conversations, and people seem to be helped. And therefore, I felt, maybe I can share this with you. So this is a synthesis of the questions that I think you should answer before assigning your next job. It's 19 questions in total. Um, when you listen to this, don't only give answers to the question, also try to understand which of these questions is the most important to me. Because not all questions are equally important, and that is actually maybe even more important than the answer to those questions. So listen closely and come on a journey with me to your next job in tech. I split it down in five categories of questions. One, where in the world do you want to work? Two, what kind of company would you like to work? Three, what type of innovation would you like to work on? Four, what do you do? And five, what do you get in return for that? Let's unpack all of these. One, where in the world? So the first question is, is there a particular country, continent or region that you really need to work for a variety of reasons? Family, friends living there? Or maybe you don't like your friends or family that much anymore and you want to get rid of them and move somewhere where they are not. Go to the other side of the globe. Also works. Then the second question in this cat is the remote policy. Especially since COVID, working remote is more common. Do you require to work 50% for home or are you a digital nomad? It's a skill from fully remote to fully physical Figure out for yourself what your needs are here. Uh, is it uh, most remote, most physical, balance? Think about that for yourself. And then the third question is, is there any industry you want to work in? This is quite broad, but it's a very simple identifier. Some people really want to work in healthcare, and some in education, travel, mobility, fast-moving consumer goods, consumer electronics. Is there, is there some kind of industry that has a certain appeal to you? If not, that's okay. So now we arrive in the second category, category, I never get the word right. Um, the previous one were more broad identifiers. Now we're going to zoom in on the type of company you want to work for. So what do you want to work in? Because the type of company really says a lot about how they innovate. Uh, innovation at a corporate is vastly different than innovation at a scale-up. Either can be fun and works for different types of people. Um, Usually the bigger the organization, the more politics. I'm not a fan of politics. It just tends into a way of rationality. Um, but think about, do you want to work in a startup, a scale-up, a corporate, an NGO, a government, a brand design, marketing or innovation agency, a consultancy firm? Is there any particular type that would flow your boat? Well, think about it. 
what's also important to ask yourself is the culture of the company. And in my experience, culture of a company is embedded in the company types. I'm not saying all corporates are alike, but any corporate is more like another corporate than it is to a startup. Some of these big consultancy firms, they are quite corporate-y. Um, so there's overlap between the categories. Um, for also something very simple, startups tend to attract more young people, corporates have more seniors, but the composition varies hugely. So you should reflect on this also with the companies that you have in front of you when looking for a new job. Um, in general, there's also innovation culture within these uh, company types in corporates. For example, innovation tends to move slower because they might have more checks and balances or it is an afterthought. Also, some people <laughs> um, highlight internal politics as a reason for slower innovation in corporates, and that's the reason I hate it. But some people have more patience than me. Something also to watch out for is, what is the purpose of the company? That's uh, one of the questions within this category. Each company plans its activities according to a purpose. Some are grow for revenue or shareholder value-driven. Others are impact-driven, such as purpose. And this is a matter of personal preference. Eh? And in an NGO, you probably might find more purpose-driven, where in a scale-up, you might find more growth-focused people. Um, I've identified some purposes, such as growth or skill ambition. Some people, uh, companies are really customer-centric or design-centric. Money-making is one. Some companies are just about doing cool stuff. And then there is this impact uh, bubble around sustainability, inclusion, diversity, local or regional focus. Uh, figure out for yourself what is important here. Note, all companies will say they are all of the above. All companies have some greenwashing stuff. All people, uh, companies say, yeah, we are super diverse and um, might not be the case. So do your due diligence on whether they really do the things that they claim find important. The third question of this category is, do you want to work in a young company or an established company? And this is important because it says something most of the time about the maturity of the organization. Do you want to be in a company that already is doing something for 50 years because there the processes might be a bit, a bit much more set in stone? Or do you want to work in a company that's still figuring, figuring stuff out? And the company age does not only reflect product maturity, but also the organizational maturity. How well defined are the processes? Do you mind everything as a mess, such as in a startup? Or do you like to have some things defined in a scale-up or much more defined as in a corporate? This is something to consider. The last question of this category is, do you, would you like to work in a large or a small organization? And I'm asking this also, relationship to like what, how many colleagues do you want um, but mostly on how big of a piece do you own if you have been working in a startup the odds are that you own quite a lot of the company in terms of your responsibilities in a relative way uh, if you would compare that to the organization to a bigger organization such as in a corporate you might own a much smaller chunk but with a corporate, you could make more absolute impact because they might have a much bigger clientele, client base. So this is something to consider. Until now, I've only talked about where you want to work in terms of region or remote and an industry and the types of company. And only now we arrive at the type of innovation. Here, I again have identified four questions that you should answer for yourself or maybe someone else, but I keep, <laughs> keep yourself in mind. 
let's go. So the first question that you should ask yourself is, are you going to build your own product or solution or are you building for clients? Um, if you're an agency, you will work for clients and you might not end up being in control, final say, of how the thing you make ends up being used. So this is a classic example of for clients. So do you want to build your own product and serve customers directly, such as Slack, Netflix, or Spotify? Or do you take joy in building products for clients? This is what agencies often do. And bear in mind that also your project lifecycle is different with agencies. You might build something for four months, move on and never think about it again. While if you work in an organization that has its own dedicated product portfolio, you might be working for five years or even longer on a single product. And both have its merits in terms of learning and you should ask yourself, where, one, where do you want to develop yourself? The second question that you should ask yourself in terms of the innovation process, an innovative process always is fuzzy at the start and it becomes more clear. The early stage we like to call the exploration phase and the last phase, it's more about an optimization phase or exploitation if you want to use the academic terms. Um, what phase do you enjoy the most? Do you ex like exploration such as synthesizing innovation strategies, researching new polymers in the lab? Do user research on products or explore new markets for business opportunities, build a new product as a startup, um, launch new products for a corporate. Those are more explorative, um, explorative ways of doing innovation. Well, you can also optimize and then you're going to look into existing solutions and uh, doing suggestions. So that's more incremental and um, optimizing internal processes or implementing new existing solutions in existing situations to optimize uh, the way of working in a different place. Um, I'm much more of a fan of exploration because there's much more things unclear and I like not understanding things. Uh, some people take joy in doing incremental things. If you are honest about uh, what Airbnb is currently doing uh, be before they added the new propositions to their platform, they were optimizing that thing. They were still doing a lot of good things from a design point of view. I'm not saying that, but the concept itself was more, more or less set in stone. Still, they made huge improvements. And I would see the exploration coming in for a new business propositions when they start adding those experiences um, that as entirely new. But they're still doing explorative user research on the current product. So it's not as easy to say it's always exploration or always exploitation. Um, these are just some pointers uh, to get you thinking about where do you want to be in the process. The third question of this category is product or service or something else. Because people often think of new products slash new services when they think of innovations. However, there is ample space for innovations of a non-product slash service nature. Um, to give you a few, you can have, of course, physical products, digital products, new technologies, services, process innovations, media and content innovations organizational innovations, such as redesigning the structure of organization. Um, you can also work on generating new knowledge um, as in academia, as I'm doing right now, my PhD. Oh, wow, that's so fun. Um, so what do you have any specific preference? And I'm asking this because some people I know I think of a product designer. I know some product designers that say, I want to work on physical hardware products that you can drop on your toe. Perfectly reasonable. Figure out for yourself what's important here for you.
And a little bit of segue in the last one, um, last question of this category, are there any specific technologies that you want to work on? Because some people have a specific preference. I speak to ambitious AI students that are really drawn to computer vision, especially engineers can have a certain focal point or tech stack they want to work with. Some roles are more technology agnostic than others. So if you don't have an answer here, that is really bad. You should feel bad. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. Just figure out for yourself what works here. Then we come to the, uh, the fourth bucket of, uh, of questions. Then what do you do? And um, all the points that I mentioned before are not unique to a specific role. And the role often describes the type of activities that you will be performing. Simply put, do you like designing? Do you like programming? Do you like making sure things go neatly in a project? Because then you might be a manager. Just some ideas for roles that you want to occupy. Founder, ECO, CTO, product manager, strategy maker, entrepreneur. That's also a founder. Um, engineer, developer, uh, academic researcher, user researcher, service designer, customer success employee, copywriter. Okay, now that you know the role that you would like to have, you should also ask yourself, um, and this can help a little bit, um, are you a specialist or a generalist? Um, if you are a founder, odds are you should be a generalist. But if you're an engineer, you can develop yourself to being a generalist engineer or a specialist engineer. Ask yourself, what share of time would you like to do what? Um, in some roles, a generalist is expected. Um, and generalist often comes with more managerial and project management stuff. And it's not that if you develop yourself to be a generalist that you don't get to work with other specialists anymore. Um, it's about what amount of time would you like to spend on each of these things. And if we're talking specialists, this brings us to the next question. Who is the expert? Um, in some organizations, you will be the expert, even though you don't have a lot of expertise. Um, when you're in a startup, you might be the only person responsible for something, let's say marketing. If you are in a bigger organization, it could be there's marketing experts you can learn from in other departments. Um, here, you should figure out, do you mind learning a lot by yourself? Or would you like to have people that have very similar responsibilities in the organization? Also, who is the expert applies to your superior, your boss. Um, how much can you learn from your superior? Especially early in your career, a good boss can make much of a difference. My first boss was really great. Uh, he allowed me to learn in my own way, which really allowed me to pick up so many things. So that is something that you should watch out for in general. And who are you going to work with directly? Do you like these people? But that is something so general um, that I didn't include in this overview. And then there is this thing, are you going to work part-time or full-time or maybe as a freelancer? It's quite simple. Um, what would you like to do? You don't get full say in this, but this can help you to think about it. Well, maybe I will go freelance. And a, a lot of people that worked as an engineer and are now freelancing and they can do multiple gigs and have more control over themselves. Auto works well for, for data scientists, for instance. Um, this is for you to figure out. Da, 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 da. Now we arrive at the last buckets. What do you get? This is quite simple. Um, there's four questions. You should think about your growth path. This is the first question. How do you want to develop yourself? All the questions that I listed here before have something about roles, type of capabilities that you might be able to develop. And the company you work for should offer you the right challenges and the right people to develop you in a certain way. So if you reflect on a company offer or a company listing that you see, ask yourself, is this company going to help me to grow for the next three to five years or maybe even longer? And then I have three very simple, short um, 
residues of a contract, which is compensation, ownership, and benefits. Compensation is how much do you want to earn? I'm not going to delve into this quite deeply. Check out what others are earning. And there's so many people writing about this already. I'm not going to add a lot here. Um, ownership. Um, in some situations, you might not only be reimbursed with money in terms of salary, but also with shares of a company. Is this something that you are specifically interested in? It's something maybe to look out for. This mostly applies to startups, of course. And then benefits. Are there other benefits? Do you need a company car? Is there health insurance um, required? Or is that normal in the country you're going to work? Maybe a gym membership. Um, are there things that are like really deal breakers for you? Um, this is the space to put them in. Okay, this might have been a lot of content. Created an audio version just in case you want to listen to this. I'm, I still have some tips for you. Um, so... Congratulations for making it till the end, because this has been the longest podcast version of an article so far, 16 minutes and 53 seconds in. Now, what you should do is trust your gut. Really, trust your gut on this one. As I said, these questions are not equally important to you. Every person is unique. I meet quite some people that say, I really want to work in healthcare, or I really want to work in a sustainable company. And some other people say, yeah, I want to work in a startup. And your goal here is twofold. You need to have answers to each of these questions. And most importantly, you need to learn in what order these questions matter to you, as I said before. Now, how do you figure this out? The easiest way to do this is to go to Google or a job board and start scrolling. Tune into your gut because your gut feeling is so important. For each job that you see on that board, check your gut. And if your gut says, hell yeah, great. What do you like about it? Use these 19 questions to figure out what stands out to you. And if your gut says, hell no, great, figure out what puts you off about this because you have deal breakers in that flip in both directions. Try to figure out what your gut is driving you towards too uh, using the questions that I just listed. And you will identify what is important for you. Oh yeah, and in, in this version, we even have a spicy hot take. Isn't that something? Okay. So this is a little bit of a personal story. But before I started my PhD, I worked at six different companies with nine roles. This is in a period, I think, of five years or something. Um, I'm not saying this is good. Um, I have a short attention span, and this is not new to me. I once did the calculations that between age 15 and 21, I had 21 different jobs. For instance, I worked at McDonald's for four hours. Then I quit since it was only dressing burger buns. And the outlook was to do that for two more months before I could learn something new. Now, I'm not saying switching jobs is per se good, um, but you want to optimize the fit between you and your job to some extent. The book range talks about the term sampling periods, and they list some anecdotes about famous sport players that have played five sports before finding the right fit. And the theory here is that anyone can learn anything on a new job, but real talent will grow so fast only if the fit is right. So it's not a bad thing if you don't find the right job right away. Um, putting a lot of pressure on it can also um, reduce the risk of finding it uh, because you will be overly in tune. You need to grow into something. Sometimes you knew you land a good company but not the right role. Um, so this is really a tuning and searching process and... Uh, I wish you the best of luck with that. Um, I hope this was valuable. If it was, please let me know in one way or another uh, that you appreciated this. As always, there's a link to the full article in the comments. 
um, uh, sorry, in, this, in the description of this podcast, um, but probably you're already listening to this within the browser. So that being said, um, thanks for listening. And until next time, this was the I Want Product Market Fit Podcast. Oh, and I keep on going. I'm not sure. I, I, I really don't, I'm not sure how many of you will reach this part. But uh, I have I have one mentoring spot left uh, for the coming period. Um, if you are eager to start out on your own business or you started out and you're struggling, um, let me know. There's a link on my Substack uh, under one-on-one help and we can schedule a meeting to see if I can help you move forward. Cheers. <laughs>